Houston, Annapolis Center, do you have any test operations in restricted area 2508? Area 31, Roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Aries 31. Continue to send at your discretion, over. Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head-on, ultra right, and really moving. And right by us, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce you to the members of the posse. And all the unindicted co-conspirators are here tonight. Girls, get ready. Sit yourselves down. Get your mister, your fan, your big box of Kleenex, your big box of wipes, your squeegee and your lube. I got it right. Because version Swan one is you. Hello, everybody. Hello, girls and boys, the gang, ladies and gentlemen, and all ships at sea. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a great one. I know it. I can feel it. What's What's going on over there? The energy across the puddle. Anything good? Uh, the usual crap with uh, the Duke of Sussex, and uh, you know, who is the Duke of Sussex? Most, most of the locals don't really care about it. I'm the only one that seems to care about it. And it's, that's funny. I'm, and you're not, I'm yeah, the American you know. that cares. Is, is that Harry? Like, is he the care about? Is he the Duke of Sussex? The Harry Duke of Sussex. Huh. The Duke huh. and Duchess of Sussex. That's, that's who they Harry are. Huh? Sussex. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. They still they still get the ti- uh, that title. You know. Do, do people still like um, what's his name's wife there? Though she's kind of hot. Kate Middleton. Yeah. She, oh, I, yeah, I can see her as being kind of famous so, and and well liked over there. You know, yeah, she's on all the the fashion magazines. Yeah, yeah, figures that stuff. You know, the um, the PR media department of Buckingham Palace is like world renowned for the stuff that they're able to get on. There, I mean, let's face it, you see some about the royals almost every day in the American press, right? Right, you do at least four or five times a day. They're saying something about them, so. That doesn't happen in a vacuum. That's their PR people just pumping this stuff out all the time. I know, even even though the most people aren't that interested in it. It's, well, they don't it, care because they know some people are, and they know if you can, if we can get in yeah. the paper, we can keep this thing going. That's what right. I got from that book, anyway. Anyway, no Coco tonight. He's out saving the world, but he will be with us in a uh, future show. With us, however, is our national correspondent. Who's going to be all right? Where's the money line on this? Who's going to be back sooner, Coco mm-hmm. or Chris Sale? <laughs> Chris Sale. No, 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 no. Uh, Coco. I would say Coco will be here before the guy they, the Red Sox gave. You mean the guy the Red Sox gave like a $145 million uh, contract to and he's pitched like 14 games in five years? That guy? Hey, he had a 5-2 and two record. Yeah, look at his club. Club's ready to... He, Anyway, uh, I'm just I'm just tired of it. I, I, I don't know. Who isn't tired of it? You know what I mean? Uh, this is a Boston fan's lament now. I have to get my summer wardrobe. Do you know what I mean? And it's usually a Bruins shirt. I have no sports team. 
What am I going to do? Get Revolution soccer shirts? There's no yeah. sports team I want to walk around with their logo on anymore. So, so I have a question. Do yeah. I have to wait for the next episode to be introduced? Okay. That voice you hear. <laughs> wow. See, since Coco isn't oh. here, he's you know kind of asserting his dominance. You know how lions kind of like on every tree in their territory. Not saying that's what you're doing. What you're doing. Anyway, uh, down there in uh, <laughs> national correspondent, down there in the. Oh, Hash Browns, West Virginia. That's Switch, good. Switchblade, Steve Ward, Switchy, how you doing? Uh, great to be here. Mm-hmm. Everything okay with you? Everything is beyond wonderful. How's things down at the uh, Mothman Museum? Anything cool lately other than pulling coins out of his ass? <laughs> I wasn't there last Saturday because I attended Monster Fest, oh, which Monster? we can talk about later if you want. Okay, well, let me introduce the rest of the people first, okay? Okay. Yeah. Just so everyone isn't you know mad at me. Um, our security chief is here, Willie Club. Willie, how are you doing? Hey, it's great to be here. Uh, uh, tonight, I'm I'm really more excited than usual. Really? Why? Because I have no idea what is going on in the show tonight. Oh, cool. Neither do I. I, anything, so <laughs> I should be excited the, the as well. The tension here is, you know, you can cut it with a knife. But uh, I just wanted to remark on, uh, I, I, I don't like to do this, but Richie, you know, as soon as I saw him tonight, I knew something was wrong. And then he mentioned that he had gone to this conference, and uh, he really looks uh, rough. He looks rough, and I, I hate to say that, but I'm sure that you've had a good time uh, this weekend. That's good. That means you uh, you probably got something. But anyways, uh, you know, I've been thinking of you. I don't know what it was, which, but the other day I saw an ad, and I was I didn't know if you were aware of it about these new synthetic hair pieces. It's wow. a new, uh, it's called Men's Super Remy Hair Wigs and Hair Pieces. Wow, huh? Switch. They're, they're really supposed to be uh, something that said you could, you know, do anything with them with them on. And uh, well, That's an on. interesting idea, Club, but I, I, I've got a lot of hair on my back I'm not using, and so I think that might work out. Good idea. The hair a lot of hair wear? Hey, girls, are you listening? On your back. Yeah. yeah. Where? Okay. Where? All over. All where you sit. Okay, okay, I know. I, 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 I'm sorry. I understand. But anyways, I thought I'd bring that up because I, I, I always think of you with your uh, your head situation. See, see your well, head situation. are made of organic material and sustainable. Huh. And well, I'm pretty impressed. I, I'm going to cut all my hair off what's left of it because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of getting one. I, wow. They have one that looks like Elvis. Really? Yeah? Now you're talking. Yeah. Um. Listen. I don't want to say speaking about Elvis, but maybe it looks a little bit like Priscilla Presley, who I always had a little thing for, and apparently said it Elvis. Um, Raven is with us. Our favorite good witch up there in Sideways in the Yard. Raven, how are you? Hi, my friends. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Um, you brought up Hash Brown, West Virginia. Um, and, of course, my mind went to, well, what's the weirdest place named in West Virginia? Hmm. And- apparently, there's a cucumber, West Virginia. Okay. All right. There's a, about 10 jokes. Do you know where that head. is, Switchy? <laughs> uh, no. I know where Nitro is, though. Nitro, West Virginia? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Also an interesting name. Hmm. Is okay. it anywhere near you? It's in blasting distance? Are you there? Nitro? It's well, not too far away. Well, you live near the TNT area, right? That's true. And it's to, nine miles south of there. They used to keep TNT there. That's the name. So, uh, Raven, what's going on with you? It looks like a super bun night. Super bun? Like a supernova? Yes. Huh. Yeah, it's definitely a super bun. All, of, a all of the hair is up here. Yep. Yeah, it's all up there. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, thanks for joining us. 
I don't know what else to say to you. Um, well, tell <laughs> us who's on today. Well, I, I know what I want to say. First of all, what's that beer you're drinking? It's Kolsch, of course. Oh, that stuff. Okay, we'll cut that out. That's awful. Don't. <laughs> That's the worst beer. Still trying to finish up that uh, 32 pack case that you bought. Right. Oh, that that would. If I had a 32 pack case, that would be gone in a weekend. <laughs> they don't sell them like that here. They only have 12 packs. Okay. Oh, I know. Get two and a half. Yeah, huh? No, I can't. I love Genesee, but boy, I think they made a mistake with that beer. Just not into it. Does does LL drink that stuff? Oh yeah. Does he really? Okay. Oh yeah. Give me another thing to make fun of him. In the '60s, we were drinking it uh, on the East Coast here in the Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Yeah, Genesee, but not this Kolsch stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, not the Grouse stuff. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, we used to make Genesee. The, the plain vanilla Genesee. It was like 99 cents. Jenny Light. Jenny Light. Jenny Cream. I, I told you. That was the first light beer that I think I ever had was Jenny Light. Yeah. But the only problem is, you know, it, it just doesn't stay. Yeah. It's out pretty quick, you know. You had yeah. to pee all the time. Yeah. You're driving around, you know, trying to no, pick up chicks. No, it wasn't that. You it stopped was... to pee someplace. No, I, 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 had, I had a real problem. Uh, I was always running to the, uh, you know, to sit down. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, that, uh, okay, oh wow. <laughs> okay. I didn't have it that bad. I, yeah, me, me oh, neither. But. Every time. It, it sounds like you might have a gluten intolerance. With, yeah, yeah, maybe you. <laughs> no, only to Jenny Light. Jenny, yeah. I would write a letter to them and say, you might want to know. Anyway, I lived up in Saratoga, New York for 12 years. <clears throat> it's up in the middle of nowhere unless you're a race fan in the summer. Right. But in the winter, it gets very, very cold, and there was a little variety store like in this little neighborhood i lived in and all they had was many times all they had was jenny cream jenny Ooh, cream i love ale. jenny cream jenny cream <laughs> which it's is so actually good. pretty good it, it, you have to get used to it but um so i drank a lot of that and they also had jenny cream light and i'm telling you whatever they would do maybe they're just lying about the label you couldn't tell the difference you know what i mean you mm. just couldn't tell the difference i didn't just put you know labels on the but anyway so I like Jenny. I like it a lot. And when LL passes through, he brings me usually like 60 or 90 cans of Genesee Ice, which is also really good. Um, 5.6. Anyway, we should get Jenny as a... It's 5.6? Yeah. Yep. yep. Really? Yeah. Jenny Ice is really oh, good. Oh, that's decent. Yeah. And it tastes like real beer. Anyway. Uh, Raven, who's on the show tonight? Uh, tonight we have Bill Powers from Grim Reaper Paranormal joining us. Mm-hmm. The paranormal investigator. I believe he's out of Western New York, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really, huh? So we can make yeah. fun of him for that. Okay. Um, but listen, you know. Western New York. Is that like Buffalo or Liverpool or something? Buffalo. Buffalo would be considered Western New York, yeah. I okay. think Liverpool would still be upstate. It's hmm. the next exit because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Buffalo. picked up my daughter Sarah from from school, taking her home. Taking her home to New Hampshire. And here we go, kiddo. Where's warm? I'm doing. I'm picking her up and taking her home with no sleep. All right, mm. so I'm driving, driving. I'm going to Liverpool next exit. Sarah, just let you know we're going to see the Beatles before we go home. And I realized <laughs> she said, "Okay, Liverpool, Liverpool is like a blink and you miss it." Hole. <laughs> <laughs> really... No, I'm sorry. Liverpool's really nice. Well, I found out I was there. going the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's going right. further west. Now it makes well, sense. No, that <laughs> isn't that upper U.S. Yes. Liverpool is up by Syracuse. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. They yeah, I don't know Italian. how you ended up there, but I was I, I took I got got back on the highway and just went in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know. First time that was the first time I've done that. Syracuse has uh, more cloudy days than any other city in the United States. 
Really? Yeah. Why? I think the it's lake? A, the lake the effect or something. The mountains, who knows? Yeah. But I used to do work for GE out there. And, boy, they ain't, they ain't kidding. You think it's not sunny in England? It's always cloudy out there. For some yeah. reason, they're in a weird kind of... Anyway. Yeah, it's it's in a weird spot. And it yeah. gets, like, really, really cold there. Yeah, yeah, like, I've been kinda... there in, like, September, and I've needed a coat. And I'm, yeah. I'm not typically a person that needs a coat all the time. I kind of like the cold, and I like to mm. be a little on the colder side. And really? it's freezing up there. Wow. Uh, and they also right. have a place up there called Skinny Atlas, which I think is the coolest name for. Wait, say that again. Skinny Atlas. How do how do they skinny say? Skinny Atlas. Yes, it sounds to me like a skinny Atlas. Yeah, like a, a bodybuilder, but he's skinny. Skinny Atlas. But what is it really? Skinny how Atlas. Do, how do you say it? Skinny Atlas. See, I don't hear like a like a skinny Atlas. Yeah, like a skinny Atlas. Yeah, yeah. That's there you go. Yep. Crazy. How can you describe it? Crazy Dutch. So anyway, uh, speaking about crazy, we have. Not a top 10 list, but a top 10 true or false list. Right, Rafe? We sure do. And I think the name of it is 10 true or false questions for Juan Juan, UK edition. That is exactly what you sent me. How about me? that? Okay. You ready, Wani? All right. Let's just, see. Start. <laughs> just my UK knowledge. Okay. okay uh, why don't we start the music and please, Raven. All right. We have number 10, true or false. You were detained by the police the first time you went to a store and asked for a quote unquote, a pack of, a pack of fags and a can of spotted dick. <laughs> true or false, Ronnie? Uh, is that number 10 or is that number one? <laughs> Did you say a, a pack of fags and some spotted and a can of spotted dick? Yes. yes. Cigarettes. The and uh, food. Yep. Did the police detain you? Yep. Okay. Well, let's, let's go to number nine, please. That's true. That's true, we said. Okay. That's true, yes. <laughs> number nine, true or false? One, no, one no. edition, UK edition. One. True or false? Um, you had to replace your entire Lily James, quote unquote, photo library and shrine because those pricks at British Customs stole all your good stuff. <laughs> uh Happily, I could say that's false. Uh-oh. <laughs> Means he, has, he still has all the good stuff. Number eight, please. I do. Number eight, true or false? One of the one of that one of Prince Andrew's uh, sticky dolls mm -hmm. has been sending you secret messages via your hedgehog Churchill, saying you and Andy should go quote unquote shopping together. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. As a matter of fact, that's I have a good true. relationship from from. Uh, Churchill? The Hedgehog. Yep. His name is Winston, actually. Oh, Winston. Well, you know, you can see why I'd get that mixed up. <laughs> next, next, please, right? <clears throat> Seven. True or false? The British, quote-unquote, social club you joined a month ago has closed down after being charged with letting a Yankee doodle doodle his dandy in the main room without removing his hat. Almost true. But <laughs> wow. Almost true. Five seconds of dead air. That's That's right. The removal of hat deal is really. I think the question deal. was. It's the real thing. They would charge with allowing a Yankee Doodle to doodle his dandy in the main room without removing his hat. I was trying. was trying to avoid that aspect I of it. <laughs> I'm going to say I understand, but I really don't. Next, please. Right. Number six. True or false? The government of a country. Wait. Let me start over. <laughs> the government of a country run by a guy who looks like a Volkswagen bug. With its doors open, is denying you a refund on your rail pass to Ireland. 
Uh, True or false? <laughs> Crickets. False. <laughs> Hang false. on. Excuse me. All right. Okay, yes. True Crickets or false? Crickets to move on. British food blows. True or false? That's, uh, sadly, it's true. Sadly. To it's, me, it's, it's worldwide knowledge. Man. Okay, next, please, Ray. True or false? British beer blows. British beer. It's really hard uh, to say. False. What? Oh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with with, with British beer. I mean, I was thinking today. <clears throat> when you us in America, we never get. We don't go into a like a, uh, a packy and say, "I want you know a six pack of you know Union Jack ale or something." There is no British beer, but we buy German beer, right? We buy mm -hmm. Irish beer, you know, even like Russian stuff. But England food, anything having to do with, I don't want to say putting it in your mouth, but you know. <laughs> Anything having to do with you know food and stuff, they're just not. not they don't on. have it. They don't really they don't have, have a, a, a name. Cuisine. They don't have a name, a, a trade name for anything local, anything British, anything other. They don't even have British cars anymore. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's your assignment. Find a a local British brewery. Well, the IPAs are British, out. aren't they? Didn't, didn't okay, the IPA start out as British? Yeah, India Pale Ale. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they started off. They used to basically. It came from. I think the beer that they put on ships going to India just fermented more and more and more and more. And by the time they got to India, one can would knock you out. I don't know. I probably have that history wrong. Why don't we move on? Right. All right. Number three. True or false? You've made more than 100 pilgrimages to the set of Downton Abbey, but you have been turned away every time for being a doodle dandy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's such a silly thing to say. That's pretty funny. I wish that was true. Okay. But uh, we can't wait to go there and really do it up. Uh, but, you know, Lady Rose has to be there, played by uh, none other than Lily James. Well, huh? She has to be there to greet me with flowers. You're, with flowers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Your picture. She's high there. there. They're like, okay, okay, watch out for this guy. We heard he moved here. Everyone be on the lookout. Oh, God, I'm still, believe me, he's on the list. He's on the watch list. Next, Raven. If I do see Lily James yes. at uh, High Clare Castle, tell her Max said hello. Um, I'm going to tell her what was up with accepting that role as Pam. Please. You think that, that this is the first time she's going to hear that? So the first thing you're going to say to this unbelievable, you know, love of your life, your fantasy life, you're going to you're going to dump on her for making a bad <laughs> movie. <laughs> Grasshopper. Might not be the first thing. I'm going to ease into it. <laughs> okay. dinner. Once again, a few more jokes in there, but we have to move on. Uh, next, uh, Raven, right. are we at number one? Is Club is falling number asleep. Two. Oh, number two. Hang on, Club. Only two more. True or false? Statistics say that every fifth woman you meet in the UK is actually a man dressed as a woman. That's probably true. Well, that's... I, I, uh. Think. I would say false because it sounds preposterous. Okay, it's probably one in three. Next, please, Ray. <laughs> um, the number one true or false question for JJ UK edition. True or false? You've contacted Paul and Ringo about putting the band back together. I have because we can do this now without official intelligence and holograms. Okay. Yes. Right. I'm not into we this. It. Is we should, we got to do a music show soon. I'm not into this whole thing. AI Beatles songs. It's AI Beatles. It that's that's everything now. You on YouTube, that's all it is. It's all it's Beatles songs made by artificial intelligence. I'm okay. It doesn't sound like them. I mean it's uh, no, I haven't heard it, but yeah. um hmm. I've heard other AI created stuff, but not AI Beatles songs, really? Yep. 
Yeah, and it's not Sounds it's awful. not what you think. Ridiculous. But uh, I just um, we can do a music show soon. You know Drake. You know who Drake is? Yeah. Okay, he's a, like a rapper, pretty famous. Right. There's another one named The Weekend. Yeah. He doesn't spell with all the e's. He's not named The Weekend anymore. I thought he gave that name up. Oh really? Yeah. The artist formerly yeah. known as The Weekend. Anyway, yeah. now get this: they put out a song and a video, and neither of them are in it. It's an AI video, and it's an AI song. Mm-hmm. And all they did was, I don't know, put their name on it. And yeah. it's a hit and stuff. It's like, wow, where is this going? Not a fan of the that application of AI. No, I mean, I mean the, AI has some promise. Yeah. Mm. It has a lot of promise, but it also has some ridiculous things about it. That uh, When you have some of the CEOs of the top companies that are develop, developing these uh, technologies saying right. that, it could end mankind as we know it. Yes. But it's like, well, what are we doing here? I think they're just uh, fooling us. I think they're just kind of, <laughs> you know, dicking around with us, as the kids say. It, it helps pump up the stock, I'm sure. Yeah, you can finish. So anyway, wow. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Walmart. Now, Club, are you happy? We haven't done the top ten list in two weeks now. and I, I think, Mac, as I said at the beginning, I was kind of excited about the show. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that, you know, you got the message that, Probably doesn't sell good every week. Okay. So I, I'm very pleased. Yeah. Okay. Is that what the dead woodchuck was out in my street? Warning. Did it have a note dead, on it? The dead woodchuck or hedgehog? Did it have a note? Did it have a note? <clears throat> no, he lives there, woodchucks. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I had plenty so of woodchucks club, are, are, when I lived in New Are you really going to get an Elvis weave on for your head? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Ah. I'll tell you, you got to look at it because it was really impressive, this Remy thing. Hmm. And I, so, I, and so I think f- you'd really look good with it. You're going to funnel that dream then, right? <laughs> you bet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Will you film it or at least audio tape it for us? Oh, Get by it. all means. Funnel that dream? Follow that dream. Yeah. Elvis song? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Follow I'm a big Elvis follow fan. Dream. I, I, I love that movie. All his songs. Yep. That was the first Elvis movie I saw. Yeah, I think uh, same for me. Follow that dream. Yeah. Well, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Now, see, here's, here's how this is. His, 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 this is. Typical Elvis movie, okay? He's driving along. He's with, like, his old uncle and some girl that he adopted who's, you know, hot. And, you know, then just some kid, right? And they're driving along, and they they have a piece of land in Florida that was left to them. So they're driving to it. And they have to say, well, what's Elvis doing here? He should be in the Army. And he says, well, you know, they let me out because I had a back problem. And then the car goes into a ditch. And then he gets out and he literally lifts the car like Superman up and out of the ditch just to prove that he's not a weakling that got out of the army. You know, like you falling off your bunk and knocking yourself out there, Juan Juan, and you missed, the fire, missed the fire drill. Same thing. You laugh. You don't laugh about that incident. I mean, it, <laughs> something serious could have happened. Like you'd, be, you'd be a fireman now, you mean? Going to, going to firefighting school. Yeah, there you go. That's a requirement. That's truth. To, My to, dog almost kicked me out of the bed the other night. Oh, okay, tell us why. I don't know what that, this has to do with firefighting, but because he <laughs> fell out of the bed. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I almost it's... fell out of the bed because my dog started kicking me. I have a king size bed, uh-huh. and I had about three inches of space, and my whole one side was like almost completely off the bed. Yes, yes. And, so... and, and, and the dog what sleeps in the middle? Both of my dogs sleep in the middle, and my cat sleeps on my pillow. Well, see, Raven, that shows that you look like living on the edge. Living on yeah. the edge. Yep. Wow, huh? So, um, um, yeah, falling out of bed is serious, especially if it's an up, upper rack. 
Oh, yeah. Upper rack, the, the bed's made of metal, right. and the lockers are made of metal with these handles that stick out. Sounds and like I, you were in prison. I my head on. It's one of those handles on the the, the lower uh, part of that uh, locker. Club is raising his hand. Go ahead, Club. You look like you no, I, I, it made me think back. You know, when I was in the uh, basic training, we had the bunks, and I was on a bunk, and it, I was in the top bunk, and it, the whole bunk tipped over. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah right in its side. And, when uh, you were sleeping? Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. He got his arm caught underneath ooh, the bunk. Ooh, ooh. And as far as I know, I think he got out of service because of that, because he, wow. you know, it was pretty bad. I never saw him after that. Yeah. But it made me think back of that bunk. Wow. Wow. Uh -huh. How weirdly balanced that was. Yeah. Well, because, uh, there was some weird shit going on. That well, yeah. I want to thank both of you for your service. So anyway, You're why don't welcome. we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now? I, I want to say one thing to you, Club. On Sunday, I had uh, a uh, two Twinkies. You did? Yep. <laughs> yep. Are, you, are you coming down yet? No, here's the <laughs> – I'm still high on the – I just – you know, Lois called me from the supermarket. She says, do you want anything meaning? Do you want anything bad? And I said, surprise me. And we were talking about Twinkies at the party. Look at these. Look at Yeah, yeah. For for everyone listening, Club has a Twinkie on, on hand. hand. <laughs> Literally Sorry. on deck. You on know, his head. Anywhere I go. Yeah. The show it up. Show them. it again. Let's see you it again. have them. Okay. got to have them nearby. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Look at this. <laughs> Look at, see, I love the color blue, too. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing that. They're, yeah. That's the, put this it is a good one, too. It goes out to... Uh, December, I think. Does it really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Is December? Those are the strongest. <laughs> uh, it doesn't give the year, but it might That's have been okay. last December. <laughs> yeah, sure. year is nothing. That's details. Uh, so anyway, why don't we take a commercial break now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Mill Tracks on the show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Hogs Hat, and the very mysterious M Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a forward by the very famous Juan Juan. On sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Milk Tracks Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Why, what the show we have for you tonight? First, quickly, let me introduce the members of the gang. Girls, he's here. The very famous Wama. Hello, everybody. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Glad to be here as always. 
Uh, glad that you are here. Um, Thank you. No cocoa. Be anywhere, as a matter of fact. That's right. That's what my tattoo says. Um, no cocoa tonight, but the rumor is he might call in. Uh, well, joining us from um, I like a hash brown, West Virginia. Switchy. <laughs> A national correspondent, switchblade. You watch. Ironically, uh, I can't get many hash browns around here. I have to get uh, right. what do they call them? Um, home fries? Not, not fr- Yeah, home fries. Home fries. Mm. But I have to, if I go across the river, yes. to Bob Evans, that's then, when I can get to the north. Uh, yep, hash browns. Well, get out of the Confederacy. So, well, what's the difference, really? <laughs> Confederacy. What's the difference? What's the difference between home fries, home, home fries, and hash browns? Well, hash browns are like, you know, a, a sliced up skinny or whatever. Oh, Home fries are like little stuff, yeah. chunks of potato. Okay. Um, all right. It's so all good. Okay. It's all good. Mm, it's all definitely. potatoes. Can confirm. We'll be back to you in a second. Our security chief is here, Willie Club, in a good mood, so he tells us. I'll tell you, Mac, I am. I, I, I've been feeling good all day today. Really? And, and like I always tell you, I know that when there's something in the air. Yes. And the fact there was no top 10 tonight. Yes. was uh, right down my alley, hmm. you know, and okay. keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay. Um, Always glad to help. Yeah, there's a dirty joke in there that starts true or false. But once again, it's just too expensive to cut that stuff out. Thank you, Club, for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. You got that you, you got that Ukraine flag, but I don't see any Red Sox stuff there. Good for you. Nothing up there. He's oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's cleansing the room. I hope he doesn't sit on his Twinkie. Hang on. Oh, it's the Whitey oh, Bulger looks. Sorry, Whitey, I'll pay up. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I mean, talk about a lookalike. Yeah. Laughing along. Unbelievable. Yeah, the hat's getting smaller and my head's getting bigger. I'll tell you, man, everyone, people who came to the little um, get-together Memorial Day, I said, hey, be, be quiet, Joe Biden's here. He's a friend of ours. And he looks like Joe Biden. I was talking yeah. to him for you, a while. You so. fell for it, Al. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> for some reason. Uh, hanging around with four white guys. Raven is with us. Raven, how are you? Hi. Hmm. Hey, Raven. <laughs> good. <laughs> Sounds good. How many How many of those things have you had? What's the, what's the alcohol content on there? two. Already? Um, That's yeah. Okay. I'm a thirsty bitch. <laughs> um, That's my I other tattoo. Wait, wait. Oh, it's only 4.5. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's decent, though. 4.5. That's all decent. right. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't do anything more than, like, six because it, it really, like, messes with my stomach. Really? Yeah? Hmm. I wonder what you're going to be calling yourself after six. <laughs> wow, switchy. I have six. I'll be on the floor. <laughs> okay. A lot of jokes tonight, Alan, but <laughs> can't fill in the punchline. lines. It's too bad. Uh, Raven, thanks for joining us. You were telling us off here about your dog. Kicking you out yeah. of bed, right? Hmm? Sorry. Okay. Did he kicked you out of bed, or came close to kicking you out of bed? So this is this is Ruby. This is our rescue dog. Okay. Um, yeah, she. <laughs> the way that she sleeps, like our our beagle is kind of like higher up on the bed, and then she's kind of like in the middle of us, and okay. she just mm-hmm. slowly like kicked me all night hmm. until I got like you know very had no room left over, and my cat was on my head, so. As to not disturb her, I had to, like, try to move so I could basically spoon my dog so then she wouldn't kick me anymore. And, yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Wow, it sounds it. <laughs> now, this is from someone who, like... What, how do you spoon your dog? Woof, 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 woof. Like, woof. I was the big spoon. So, like, I rolled over and, like, she was a little spoon. So I just, like, kind of, like, pulled her in and, and flipped her around oh, so that it. she would stop kicking me. 
Wow. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you started so this. Well, I started it. You, well, brought up, you brought up the dog. Oh. Yeah, Max yeah, started, started this. It was so long Max ago. Max hates animals. No, I don't hate him. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> he shoots at the bun- the wild rabbits that are running around that's rampant not in his yard, right? That's not true. I have a personal relationship with several of those rabbits. I go. pulled into his driveway <laughs> one time, and they were just running for cover. They were everywhere. I, I really wanted, I wanted to... Uh, you know, pat them and stuff because you want you want a couple. Yeah, six, uh, there's plenty of them. I I can I can get you a, a whole bunch of them. Millions, millions. Because I drive them. They're so cute off the island. Right. He literally drives them <laughs> off the island. I do. So, so one month. You're th- th- thumbing, you know. Tell me about the rabbits. No, no, no. Where do you, no. Where do you take them out down, down to Newburyport or something? You down drop the, them off down the dump. It's it like a, heaven. That was a literary well, joke, but like I think I'm the only one that got that. Which I is, see that's, you that's and over I hear our head. you switching. We're, we're not a, <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter. Somebody did. I get it. Harry Potter is that what he said? He quoted Harry Potter. <laughs> no, John Steinbeck. What is it? Of what's, Mice and Men. Oh, yep. what's, 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 it's Lenny, book? right? Lenny, yeah. Yep. Lenny and George. Excuse me. Who read that stuff? Favorite novels. I just take them to the airport. They don't, you don't have to go that far with them. Oh, okay, the airport, yeah. Because they don't know how to cross a bridge. You know, they don't, they don't get the concept. And they love you the, the, they love you the airplanes. You got the uh, marsh right there. You could throw them in a bag and drown them. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, well, love. I try. I try not to hurt them. I just bring, I relocate oh them. You got to get a bag. <laughs> I, I, I bring them to meet their friends. Like they're usually out there thumbing on Northern Boulevard. Yeah. So I stop and I go, "What's up?" And they go, "We want to go visit oh, our friends in Amesbury." Right. Uh, pretty sure who I'm not going to get to cat sit for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. One time I accidentally hit a rabbit. I had to pull over to cry. Really? It was yeah. awful. It killed was them? awful. Did you kill it them? ran yeah. right under my tire. Wow. I couldn't even like react. It hmm. just right. happened. Did you have it? Did you have it later for roadkill? Oh no! Wow, bunny buffet. Ever since he put the hat on, like he's channeling Whitey. Is in is in, in Whitey. Okay, getting hot. Let's go to uh, switch. Hopefully, Switch can save us. Switch, you're going to the yes. Monster Fest, or you went to the Monster Fest? I, I went last weekend. Okay. Monster Fest in Canton, Ohio. Wow, but did on you Small Town Monsters that does all these great uh, documentaries, oh, yeah, including yeah. the Mothman Legacy, which you, if you watch it, you will see my handsome countenance in there occasionally throughout the DVD. Really? And th- th- I met, uh, they had a lot of, uh, they had some speakers there. They had a lot of kind of celebrities in the paranormal realm. I met Richard Haddam. Mm-hmm. Richard Haddam was the screenwriter for the Mothman Prophecies. Mm-hmm. And it was he's a great guy. He was great to talk to. And I had some information that he didn't know about. Uh, because oh, really? in, in Brent Rains, who knew John Keel, he wrote a book called John Keel, The Man, The Myths, and the Ongoing Mysteries. And uh, in there, he talks about John Keel when he read Richard Haddam's script. He was actually kind of giddy because for so long people had just kind of blown it. They were always trying to turn Mothman into a monster, but he felt that Richard Haddam captured some of the underlying ideas. And when, when he heard this, he was, he was thrilled because he didn't have this information. So uh, that was, that was very cool. Hmm. But I, I also, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but uh, a friend of mine, Sean Engelman, who is a friend of the show, he, uh, he, he listens to the show and he heard that the show was it last week or the week before okay. that we, where we talked about uh, Mars Attacks, the film. Yes. But then we also talked about the Topps cards that it was based on. Right. Yep. Well, he he heard me talk about how I'd only had a few of them and, you know, always would have loved to have the set. So he got me this great book. Of course, it, listeners can't see it, but it's called Mars Attacks. It's published by Topps. It's the 50th anniversary collection. It gives you all the, the background and the the 
creative uh, uh, force behind it, but it has every card reprinted, the illustration with the, the evil Martians attacking Earth and the little part of the story yeah, yes. on it. Yep. So there's something like about 60-some cards or whatever. Then it has all a bunch of concept art. I mean, it's it's just really well done. And I thought, how cool is this? Now I can get the full experience of the Martians attacking the Earth. Okay, question. I have a question. So. Yes. When they sold, I remember them, but I didn't. I didn't buy them. You know, uh, did they come with bubble gum? How did? How were they yeah. sold? They did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just just like baseball cards or whatever. Right. Okay. We come with bubble gum. And, was it the, uh, was it the they, first uh, thing? The first thing Tops did, other than sports. Me. Yeah. Yeah. What you know, other than sports, it, I think Tops really kind of. Um, you know, uh, um, I, I think you know. I think of the book it, that talks about other other things. Oh, other things done. they did, so yeah, I, yeah. Uh, no. they're, they're I think pretty they did famous. quite a few things, really. But the movie, the movie blows, man. Come on, that movie is terrible. You talk about like, Jack Nicholson no. overacting in in no. The Shining. But you're you're supposed to. It's it's a complete spoof. But Mac, you know what I liked was they had all kinds of nods to other science fiction movies. Yeah. Even uh, Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Great movie. Some of the saucers, you know, looked like that with the same ray gun coming yeah. from the bottom. Yeah. Okay. So I can't remember all the. You know, every once in a while you'd see something. Ah, they. That's what you know. They borrowed that from such and such. So, uh, you know, I, it's it's not. Uh, can I tell you the difference though to, between a movie like that and a in a in a movie it tries to be. Okay, here's some film school for you. Ever see It's a Mad Mad World? Sure. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> you literally laugh at every freaking scene in that movie, right? Because they have, you know, a collection of people. It's, it's like the same thing. You have like Phil Silvers and Don Knotts. You have Jonathan Winters and Alan Spang. You know, and it just keeps rolling like that. That's what Mars Attacks wants to be. But it's just not funny. It's not funny because the people aren't The people are there hamming it up. I mean, the thing about Mad Mad World, everyone takes it seriously. They're not hamming, you know. They're just this is the stuff that's happening. Anyway, go you ahead. You give me a well, net they were funny Benning. naturally. Those guys. Yeah, you give me a net Benning sitting on a pool floaty in an indoor pool with yeah. her crystals and her hippy dippy nonsense yeah. all day. Really, I'd watch it all day. <laughs> really, yeah. Okay. And what I can take all day is the Martians wow. brains exploding listening to Slim Whitman records. records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <listen. laughs> He's a legend. I always want, every time I watch that movie, I get so hungry for donuts. Oh, why? Yum. Tell me why now. Now I'm intrigued. Why? Because the guy worked at a donut shop and he used to like take them home to his parents. <sighs> yeah, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was probably eating a donut. You, I guess I you watching. weren't. A Twinkie. It was a great a movie. Twinkie. Maybe Sorry, you should yeah. um, I, I... <laughs> Let's all do a rewatch and do a review on it next week. But There we go. Uh, we should do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we should do that because I remember watching it, but Watching it wasn't who's there. in it? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Right? Everyone. This, uh, everybody. Yeah, everyone's yeah. in it. Okay. Yeah. It's just a you know. That's what, sort of cool about it. It could have been cooler because all those cool people were in it. Well, that's what I mean. Mad uh, Mad World. Just I don't know example. how to ham it up. Just, just as an example, Mad Mad World had all everyone is in it. Even the three and they stooges. They were funny people from the get go. They're funny comedians. They're all yeah. comedians, right? Right. That's the difference. They were funny people. Except for Spencer Tracy. Right. Yeah. Right. He was a yeah. straight man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a funny movie, man. Funny movie. But they were all at the top of their craft. Also, yeah, they right. were all currently. They're all well known. Yeah, you know, they well-known. were all right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> it's funny to be laughing at laughing at old stuff. Uh, Ed Ames died. Ed Ames. Did I send that to you, uh, Switchy? No. Uh, Ed oh, Ames. I it. Ed Ames died. Ed Ames is a guy <clears throat> who was a singer. He played Mingo and Daniel Boone. He was one of the Ames right. brothers. But he's very famous in late night shows because he was on Johnny Carson. 
And yes. as part of his, you know, because he's playing Mingo on Daniel Boone, he's an Indian, he's going to show Carson how to throw a hatchet, right? This is, this is <laughs> okay? And that's all it was going to be. So they have this wooden, you know, this piece of wood with an outline of a cowboy on it, right? And he's, it's, it's just, you know, the stars aligned for this to happen. So he says, oh, Johnny, you have to, you, know, you have to pull your elbow when he's giving him all these, and he has to spin once. So he throws it, and the thing, hit, and the thing hits the cowboy right in the crotch. It couldn't have been perfectly, perfectly in the crotch. Okay, and and so and everyone, the, the, the audience just goes insane, right? Just insane. It aims because they were showing lots of clips of it because he passed away at like ninety four. He goes to take the hatchet out, and, and Johnny Cast just pulls him. He said, "No, no, 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 oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no! You let this laugh," and they just laugh and laugh and laugh. And finally, Cast goes, "I didn't know you were Jewish." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and she, Boy, they got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, you ain't kidding. And that's like really funny, funny. You know what I mean? That's just on the uh, on the cuff, spontaneous, spontaneous. funny. The spontaneous humor is what made it. Yeah, yeah. You ain't kidding. <laughs> when it's forced Did, uh, and made up, it's you can Did tell. You guys... Yes, go ahead. And it's no good. Raven, go ahead. Sorry. Did you guys see who passed away yesterday? Who? Freddie May of the um, Flatwoods Monster incident. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Huh. Yeah. He what? was seven. No. Seven. Wait. Nope. I'm bad at math. I don't know. Uh -huh. He was older. Older. He was geriatric. Huh. What did he die I of? I don't know how old. Hmm. Flatwood Monster. Wow. Well. Yeah. So I don't know this he's... individual. What's his name again? What's his name? Freddie May. He was one of the youngsters um, involved with the Flatwoods Monster mm -hmm. uh, sighting. Oh. Hmm. Freddie May. Freddie May. Yep. Yeah. It's a combination of Freddie Mercury and Brian May. He must have been a big Queen fan. Yeah, which is wild, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Anyway, you know what's also wild is why don't we take a commercial break now and calm down. And um, I didn't think we'd be talking about fleas. I, I, you know, I hate fleas, man. Fleas, they always bite you like in the ankles, right? If they're in the rug. Nobody yeah. likes fleas. If they're in the grass. I don't like them either. That's why but I there get were also for my animals. But there was actually a guy who who actually had a flea circus where he taught the fleas how to, you know, do stunts and stuff. I, I that was you, on The Simpsons. No, no. It's it real. Jurassic Park, too. It's real. It's not real. It is. I'm going to prove to you that it's real. Okay. Right. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. Right, here we go. So uh, why don't we... Uh, Take a commercial break now, and we'll be right back after this. Uh, you're listening to Macaloni's Mill Tracks on show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Hawk Hunter, the wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst-ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Mac's best-selling wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. Sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS USA, Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nuke's secret locations before time runs out. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. 
It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons by Mech Maloney. On sale now on Amazon. And hey, Wingman fans, listen to Mac's show to find out how you can win an autographed copy of Wingman 22, War of Dragons. Back and went to Mac Maloney's Mill Tracks on show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Let me introduce you to the gang. Uh, girls, very famous Juan Juan is here. Hello, everybody. Hello, girls. Welcome back to the show. Been fun so far, Mac. Fun so far. Digging it. Right. Yep. Still got time, though. Uh, also with us is uh, national correspondent Switchblade Steve Ward, Switchy, down in uh, Hash Brown. No, what is it? Tight Squeeze, West Virginia. <laughs> Tight Squeeze. <laughs> Great to be here, Mac. Our security uh, chief, Willie Club, is with us. Willie, how are we doing tonight? You know, we're doing pretty good, Mac. I'm mm-hmm. feeling, like I told you earlier, I'm really feeling good tonight about yeah. the show. And uh, it tends sometimes to get downhill around this time, so I'm really pretty, pretty anxious to see. <laughs> but, but everyone seems to be on an up, uh, mm-hmm. so I think I think I'm uh, I think we'll be all right. Do you ever I, eat I'm, the? T- I'm sh- I'm sure our guests would love to hear that. Uh, love that it goes down. Well, that's the thing. We've got a strong guest coming on now. Right. So <laughs> that's going to help. I look at it like this club. It's like you know, crank, 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 crank up, up, up the hill at the, uh, at the roller coaster at Revere Beach. Go ahead. Crank, 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 crank. And you see a couple of boards falling off. You yep. say, "No worries. You don't need that piece of wood." Yeah. Crank, 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 and then you hit the peak. Hit the peak. Yep. And then all H breaks loose. Yeah. That's what the show is like. We Via Beach. We have five people were <laughs> shot. Severe Beach. Severe Beach. There was no bigger thrill than that roller coaster at Revere Beach. The thrill being it literally could collapse while you're on it. Right. And right. hang on to your Twinkie. Right. Right. Okay. Even if oh. it's out of date. Yeah, once again. <laughs> Tons of jokes. Not enough time. Anyway, uh, also with us is, oh, Al Renato, UFO mechanic. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Did I introduce you the first segment? No. No? Okay, let me do it again. That's okay. I'm, I'm fine with <laughs> it. In the studio with us. <laughs> it's okay. Is Uncle Al with Kitty's pal? I don't know. Uh, UFO mechanic. How you doing? I'm doing great, Mac. I'm just sitting back here taking it all in, saying very little. Okay. Good. So, you know, I'm keeping out of trouble, okay. maybe. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll join you in a couple of minutes, believe me. Uh, anyway, so Al's here, and um, our uh, very good friend, very uh, favorite good witch up there in Sideways and Yard Raven is with us, Raven. Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me. It's a full bun night. Full bun night. Full bun night. It's all up in a bun. All up in a bun. I've never wow. seen a finer bun than that. Yeah, right. <laughs> me neither. Look at it. It's got a twist to it, too. Look at it. It's very, it's very well done. It's You spent some time with it. I spent, like, no time at all with it. Really? <laughs> really? Wow. Just put it up after my shower. That was it. Wow. <laughs> after a shower. Uh, <laughs> one, one, please. Uh, yes. <laughs> we have a guest here. Oh, away. really? <laughs> Bill Powers. Okay. Bill Powers of, um, you tell us. The Grim Reaper Paranormal. Now, what is that? Do you believe in the Grim Reaper? Have you seen I him? do. Um, trying to think how I can describe it. Uh, hmm. First off, thank you for inviting me onto the show. Okay. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, we'll see. When, I think... <laughs> 
And I apologize being at a loss of words because I'm never at a loss of words. Once I get on a roll, yes. you won't get me to shut up. Okay. Uh, when we were think, trying to uh, think of a name, yep. uh, it was actually my daughter's idea for Grim Reaper. So I rolled with it and she's like, well, hey, what do you think about this? And you know what? I kind of like it. Hmm. So it, it's stuck and things have taken off from there. And, and, and what do you do? What, what is the, uh, you're a podcast, your website, your, no, we're a paranormal investigation. Really? Yeah. I have been into it for, well, since 14 years. Yeah. Huh, really? 12 years solo. And <clears throat> about two years ago, uh, with the exception of my wife who would investigate with me, mm -hmm. uh, and as my daughter has gotten older, as I said, before we went live that, uh, because of my our daughter, it became harder for my wife to accompany me. Mm -hmm. On weekends, yes. During the week, it was a pretty much a no-go. Okay. So I decided to, after all these years, to uh, form a group in all this uh, experience and everything that I've learned over the years to put it to good use. And I had certain specific ideals and certain things that I wanted to see in a group. Mm -hmm. And since then, it's, things have gone absolutely phenomenal. How many people in the group? As we started out with my wife and I, it went up to 10, several yeah. left, it went down to five, and then I kicked two out mm. because there were there certain specific criteria that I had, and uh, they broke that criteria, yes. so I kicked them out. So right now, we have just a core three, but mm -hmm. between the three of us, we have 47 years experience. That's a power so, trail. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have to, uh, when you get back to you, Bill, very, very quickly, but there's two things I have to do. Number one, uh, we're going to bring him in hot, folks. Coco is calling in. The rumor was true. Al. Thanks for passing that on. <laughs> no problem. Coco hasn't been on the show in a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of months. So here he is. Coco, how are you doing tonight? Cece? Hi, guys. I'm sorry I've been away so long. Where have you been? been? very busy. <laughs> what have you been doing? Um... Well, I can't say I'm an undisclosed location, and I cannot give that information. Mm -hmm. However, I just should let you know um, I have found some new subjects. Some some new subjects, really? Okay. Yes. Are they tied up in your basement? That. Um. Well, basement attic. You know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us, Coco. We appreciate that. Switch. Come up to you, Switch. Did we already talk about what you have for breakfast today, Switch? Oh, we have not yet. Okay, so why don't we do that to calm us down? Switchy, what you have for breakfast today? Uh, this morning, I, I, I ventured across the Ohio River to Gallopolis, Ohio. Yes. Went to Bob Evans. Oh, yeah. And I had I had French toast oh, yeah. and sausage links. Oh, yeah. And, and Bob Evans has some pretty good macho sausage links yeah yeah they're, they're, yep. they're not these wimpy little skinny things these are this great great sausage links so okay that was i haven't had french toast for a long time yep. along with a hot uh cup of black coffee yeah yep french toast wow you know i used to get french toast and just drown it in maple syrup you know but that's good and big sausages can't beat that right no three of them okay so let's say three of them. okay i don't know once again i'm thinking x hamster one one what's the matter with me so I'm going to say, uh, was that like a Why grand slam? about that? I don't know. Grand slam or something? What did they call that? Triple play or something? That, that's got to be like a $14. A threesome. And, and Bob a Evans, threesome. yeah. No, they, they called it a tight squeeze. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's the name of a town. I want to move there right now. No, you probably don't, though. <laughs> I'm going to say twelve ninety nine. 
Uh, Raven was more correct. It was uh, 14 something. Really? 14? Oh, okay. Do I finally get paid? Yeah, yeah. We're adding it up. Okay. All right. That's good. And did you leave a tip? Absolutely. You left a 20, right? Say what? Did you leave a, a 20 and a 14? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 $5. So, Bill, let's get back to you. So, uh, so you, so when, what year did you start and why did you start? Uh, let's say, what is it? 2023. I started in, I think it was January or February. The idea first hit me. And after I thought about it for, God, I think it was maybe a day or so. I was like, you know what? If I'm now's the time to do it. Cause I'm one of those where I have to pick the right time. And I was afraid that the time would pass me by. Yep. Uh, so I was like, now's the, now's the time. And but, but, it's been it's been great. But were you uh, growing up? Were you interested in the paranormal growing up as a kid? Did you have any experience that you know kind of lit the fuse? I did. Um, I grew up in an old Victorian home. In fact, my childhood home, um, my we my family owned right up until about two years ago when I sold it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was in our family probably for about 140, 150 years wow. from when I was four. Uh, I remember waking up one night in the middle of the night and hearing my voice being called. Yep. And uh, I don't know, usual thing, you're like that little, I hear Billy, and I actually sat up in bed, I said, what? And I looked out towards our dining room and got out of bed, walked through the house, mm. and I went to my parents' room, obviously they were asleep, and it scared the heck out of me mm -hmm. at the time. Climbed back in bed, pulled the sheet over my head, and after that, it became a regular experience, either between hearing my voice, uh, being touched, uh, hearing knocking, I would hear footsteps and it progressed from there as, as I got older. So, so this and is in, got, uh, where is this? This is in Pennsylvania somewhere. Uh, this is in New York. Oh, New York. Oh, up in uh, upstate New York, where we're talking about. Yep. Sorry, talking, okay. Yes. All right. Well, there's a lot of old, yeah, you ain't kidding. There's a lot of old buildings up there. You know, there was, there there's, that's, that was a, um, yeah, there's a, that that was like a famous place from the revolution on. You know, people have lived up there. There's a lot of old stuff. A lot of you go through those towns up there, and they just they look like you're driving in the 1930s or something. Some of them, you know, very interesting town. Yes. Well, I mean, it, there there are so many old towns that are that are up here. I mean, for uh, for my hometown has mm -hmm. several different locations where they've had paranormal phenomena, including two different churches. One church in particular. Uh, which all this is, I guess you could say, unconfirmed. Yep. Uh, they experienced a priest walking up one of the aisles, went into one of the rooms in the back, and a member of the clergy went back there. And uh, when they got back there, obviously nobody was there. Mm. But yeah, mm. I mean, I grew up in a home that had activity. Uh, I We heard singing. Mm. And it was a split level home. My grandparents lived downstairs and obviously my parents and I, we lived upstairs. Right. And, uh, but yeah, it, it was very, very interesting to experience that growing up. And for a period of time, I, I felt as if I wanted to, I guess you could say be normal mm. and I kind of blocked it out. Okay. And, uh, it was not until I was probably maybe about 20 years old or so that, I got back into it and did things slowly. And uh, then as of now, God, seven days a week, I'm doing something with the paranormal. Did, and how did your parents feel about all this? Were they, did they hear what you heard? Did they see, feel what you felt? Yes. Um, my father uh, told me one night and I, this was in, when I was in my twenties that he was, my grandma passed away. 
mm-hmm. and uh, had a massive coronary. I actually found her body. Mm. And uh, a couple nights later, he woke up in the middle of the night. He heard singing and oh, he swore to God that he heard it sounded as if it was my grandmother. He went down into the basement where the singing was coming from. The minute he turned on the lights, the uh, the singing stopped. Mm. And then oh, singing, I'm yeah, singing is I'm a goose. The same here. And even when I was uh, when I was in college, uh, one particular summer I didn't have a job. My parents were like, "Hey, I'll give you money if you paint your grandmother's apartment." And at the time, uh, nobody lived in it. And uh, it was a couple months after she passed on, and I went in there and started to paint. And whenever I would walk in the back door, the first thing that I would feel is just all the goosebumps mm. and uh, the physical reaction of not even being in the door and just, uh, I guess I could describe it as a gut feeling. Yeah, yeah. I sure. knew something was in there. I wasn't sure what it was, but as time went on over the next, for example, week or so, I started to realize that, well, hey, maybe it is in fact my grandmother. And then one particular day, it just went away. And I've said it to my wife several mm-hmm. times and a couple of our clients and other uh, members that I would give anything to be able to go back and experience it again in case it was my grandmother. Right. And it it's hard. It's hard when you're young because it's like, you, you know how it is. You'll say something. Your kids will be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And this particular time, I'm like, you know what? I really wish I could go back and say like one or two more things to her. Yeah, yeah. And, well, yeah. I mean, it, do you, do you, um, were you, and then I'm going to have Raven, I know she has a question, but were you, when, when this was happening to you when you were a kid, were you scared? Did it scare no. you? No. Was not, it? N- not at all. It's one of those where there was only one particular time that I was scared and I was actually petrified and I was in, my mid twenties and before we, uh, we started, uh, we were talking about for where you used to live. And, uh, there was a sailing club nearby on Saratoga Lake. Oh yeah. And I used to be a caretaker that was there for one particular summer. And it was like, Hey, it was great money. I got to live on the premises, take Mm -hmm. care of the place. And, uh, in return, they like, clean bathrooms, do the floors, like janitorial, custodial stuff, take care of the grounds. And they used to have a caretaker's apartment and they went out, bought me a bunch of paint and the apartment was on the first level and it was in the back. And I can remember painting one particular wall and uh, having my gut feeling kick in and feeling a coldness come over the back of my calves, up my back, around Mm. my shoulders. Mm. And, uh, it's like, okay, who who's here with me? It's like, can you give me a sign? Can you knock? I got knocking. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just kept kept on uh, painting. And it started to creep me out. And so, of course, turned the music on. The feeling went away. Yeah. So this went on over a period of time. Well, one night uh, with where I used to sleep was on the third floor. I was laying in bed reading a book and I could hear footsteps mm-hmm. uh, that were on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And I had a set of windows that overlooked the parking lot. So I got up and carefully walked over, looked out for the parking lot. There was no other cars that were there except for mine. And I uh, went down two flights of stairs and there was a door. And I can remember sitting on the stairs with my cell phone and I was just watching the door and I could hear footsteps coming up the stairs. Mm. Uh, 
So there was go up to the top of the stairs, you make a right hand turn, and then it was an immediate right and walk straight, and there was the door. And I could hear footsteps coming right up to my door, and oh. it stopped for a second, and then it turned around and it went the other way back towards the front of the house. And after that, I was petrified. I sat on the stairs for probably about an hour and a half. I didn't move. I'm and petrified. When I felt good, I hopped in my truck. I actually slept in my truck for the night because yeah, I was too scared yeah. to go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you make it so. See, see, Yikes. I would be. That would scare the hell out of me. I wouldn't be. I, I would. I would have been out in the truck in a second. Raven, please, yeah. Raven. Well, I w- I have a question, but um, to piggyback on that, I had a really similar experience to that. But I I'm in New York and we have like a really old house. And one night I was I was home alone. My husband was at work. And all of a sudden I heard someone running up my basement stairs, mm-hmm. running, like sprinting. And I, I had had other experiences in this house before and I like never, never something that aggressive. And I remember because like, it was, my husband couldn't just leave work and come home. Like I was by myself. I had my, my dogs and I didn't know what to do. So I took my dogs in my car and I called my dad and I made him come over because I like, I, I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And it was, it was so, so real. And I, I stayed, I ended up for a while. I went over to my friend's apartment and then I went over to my husband's work when he was on lunch. I had my dogs with me the whole time. And I'm like, I, I swear this happened. This, this was real. It was crazy. I was, I had my dad come over and he went down in the basement with me. We checked everything out. There was like no signs of like a break in, nothing Mm -hmm. like that. It was just this, this sprinting up the stairs. And then like, that was it. And and it, it was so crazy. Um, but it, it scared me so much that like, I, there was, it was, it was probably like six to 12 months before I felt like comfortable in our house again. And mm-hmm. that's like, especially cause we're like, we're living here. Like that's not a good feeling. Right. But, um, my question is, um, do you, do you ever get like spooked when you're, um, investigating? Like, do you ever have like a, a place that you just get like the feeling where you're like, no, not, not doing this. Yes. And there was one particular location that is just South of me. And we were supposed to have multiple investigations there earlier this year. And we actually had everything all set up to actually have events there earlier this year. And at the very last minute, unfortunately they pulled the plug on, on everything. They felt a little uncomfortable with it, but for this one particular place, we, uh, one particular day I went, it was in February, it was mid twenties outside. And I'm like, I gotta be nuts being walking through abandoned locations when it's 20 degrees outside. And they graciously enough, they let me in to all the different buildings and the buildings ranged in age from anywhere from two to 300 years in oh. age. But one particular building was about 120 years old and it was three stories. And I went through the first and second floor, but I could not get myself to go up into the attic or to the basement. When I hit the threshold for both both particular sets of stairs, my body just automatically kicked in and just a feeling kicked in and uh, got in the stomach. And I'm very big into uh, how my body reacts that I was like, all right, I there's definitely something that is here that I've confirmed the uh, all the various different activity in this one particular location of apparitions looking out the window, uh, a young boy, uh, an older woman, and it's usually on the top floor or the first floor. 
and but I could not get good get in there in my own house I've had I've seen apparitions as soon as two years ago when we were doing major remodeling and I woke up in the middle of the night and walked into through my kitchen and in my living room and saw a male say I'll say mid 50s up to mid 60s probably 5 8 to 5 10 and I could make out from the top of the head probably to about the shoulders and then after that of course it just faded into nothingness I know it was Christmas time because I have a oval uh, glass in my front entryway door. I could see the Christmas lights on on the outside, so I knew that I wasn't dreaming, and right. it didn't kick in right away. But I mean, there are certain locations that I'll go to, and I usually am good. But there's a couple where I'm like, nope, I'm. I right. need somebody else there just to, just because you never truly know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, you. That's the thing, because like no one really knows like what. Eh anything you can't see is capable of. Um, do you have like which a favorite? Oh, go which ahead. Is, which is true. I, I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. Uh, one thing is you can always imagine in everybody has their own beliefs, their own theories. But for myself, one of the things that I've always done is to imagine uh, being surrounded in white light when I go into a location and doesn't matter. And actually there's an investigation we have this weekend that, when we did a walkthrough of it and uh, I'll actually share the video of it, but some of the, the video that we captured during our walkthrough, it's like for the EMF readings were off the chart and it was going down a set of stairs where it could have been anywhere from a 1.0 all the way up to a, I think it was a 63 or a 64 milligauss. And it was huge spikes going down these stairs. And there are certain things that my mind is kicking into gear. I'm like, all right, the power's on. There was certain other electrical plugs which were located nearby. And I'm looking forward to shutting the power off in the whole building. And I know this particular location in the video that I put out yesterday, it's haunted, it has a jail on it, and it's 154 years old. And it's it's going to be a good time. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have Bill, like, oh, oh, go ahead, Club. I, I was just curious, Bill, how do you What's your criteria, you might say, for selecting a particular location? Do you have, uh, you know, do you go like particularly to old buildings like old hospitals or graveyards? Or do you have a particular uh, thing that you look for in oh, your for, for, investigations? Uh, like a pre-research uh, yeah, criteria, exactly. so to speak? Um, about 10 years ago, I set up a whole process and everybody... Well, I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of investigators will research could be, for example, the structure, surrounding area, how old the structure is, uh, past owners, uh, who died on the property. Uh, I started combining it with uh, two other different ideas that a friend to, provided to me. And I started naming it the triple helix, Sorry. so to speak, because there's uh, three different sources that we use and multiple eyes look at the information and we all jot down notes. We'll all get together beforehand and kind of like, even if it's just a, a phone call, just to talk over the various different things like, hey, did you see that there's a fire? 1901, somebody died. And we'll look into that particular person, family members, and start really doing a deep dive. And I've got, I have a filing cabinet next to me. And every file so far this year for cases we have done on average is anywhere from a half an inch to an inch thick. Oh, and I just print everything out. And it's one of those I'm very 
I don't want to say I'm old, but I'm old school. Mm-hmm. I want to have the paper. I like looking at things and I find I retain it easier. And mm-hmm. then once the investigation is done, I actually put it into a, a binder and I give a copy of it to the client and give a USB stick. So they want to have it, they, they can have it, but it's like, I really look into the, uh, to the research side of things, there's just so much information which is out there that a lot of people don't really think about. And sometimes it's even the littlest thing right. that will that will trigger a response. I just want to wow, re- remind everyone when we're talking to Bill Powers of the um, Grim Reaper Paranormal. Um, we're going to take a break real quick here uh, soon. But let me ask you, Bill, so... I, I, what the things that we had, um, I had to put it into words, ghosts. We think of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Are they people who have passed on and just didn't take the final step, or are they something else? Are we just assuming they are, you know, people who have passed on from you know humans passed on? It could be could it be something else? Yes, and it's one of those where, as I usually say to everybody, it's like a one way mirror. We truly don't know who we're who we're actually communicating with. Mm-hmm. I mean, in all my experiences, I it's always has been, uh, I guess you could say a friendly, whether it's a loved one, someone that's lived in a location or a soldier. There's mm-hmm. only been a handful of instances where I've included anything that was, or encountered anything, excuse me, that was negative or malevolent. Interesting. And yeah. hmm. that is a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, sure. But I mean, nine times out of 10, it, they're usually friendly and it's, Usually, somebody could be stuck in purgatory. Right. Yeah. It could be a loved one saying that right. they love you, or they're upset over something that happened when you were a child. Yeah. Funny. Hmm. Well, listen. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now, and we'll be back after this. We're talking to Bill Powers of Grim Reaper Paranormal. Um, I think that's. I think it's fascinating what you do. It's um, and that you that you take these deep dives into it. I, I think a lot of people who do the same thing as you do. They don't do the research like you do. Uh, why don't we take a uh, break now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Mill Tracks Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. My dad, he's a double amputee, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Milk Tracks. Our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Once again, let me introduce the Posse Girls. He's here. Wani. Hello, I'm here. I'm still here. Have you ever seen have a ghost? Have a good time so far. Have you ever seen a ghost other than that waiter down the grog that night? He took our order and disappeared. <laughs> Hang on. I've not personally seen a ghost. Well, you used to live in an old I've house. I've been with people who've seen them, and I go, why can't I see it? You, you used to live in an old house, though. I, I do. I, I did. Yep. Nothing there. 
Well, I'm, my probably... wife Eileen has uh, felt and seen a ghost, and it was typically her father. Oh, wow. Huh? Okay. I have not experienced that event at the time that she'd see it. Yeah, right. Or feel it. Yeah. Actually, she's feeling uh, like re some residual energy. Mm -hmm. Not, and I don't understand where that would come from because he didn't die there or anything like that. He died it's inside her. It's inside her heart. Inside her house, in her oh, heart. No, no, it's inside. Yeah. In, you know, Chelmsford, Massachusetts. That's how they know that we are high level of species. That we don't forget the people who, you know, we loved and died. You know, we right. we we think about them. They we keep them in our memory, so they're still alive. Anyway. That's right. Anyway, thank and you. He one exhibited more. The specific characteristics that would be familiar to her, mm -hmm. and wouldn't resemble anybody else. Yeah, anything yeah, else. yeah. Well, that's good. And she describe it to me, and so I can we run it by her sister, and you know, did it comfort her? Oh yeah, did it you was feel all good. Yep, yeah, good. Uh, moving on. Um, our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Waters, here. And, uh, Great to be here tonight. Hold on, we have a list of West Virginia names. Al, could you please just uh, pick one? At, at, this is how we're now the UFO mechanic. Let's see. The uh, like I said, the tight squeeze. Issue, tight squeeze was uh, yeah. was in Virginia, but uh, different parts of the country have those ten minutes ago. These aren't in with these aren't in West Virginia. Uh, these aren't well in Virginia. These are around, wow. but. New York is. Are they close to West Virginia? Well, some of them are. Waterproof, Louisiana. Waterproof, that's fine. Um, Sweet Lips, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Uh, one more. Uh, all right. Um, well, for. All right. Uh, Butternuts, New York. Butternuts, New York. Okay, why don't we stop them? Well, let's leave them last. Massachusetts. Satan's <laughs> Kingdom. Massachusetts? It said Satan's Kingdom. Satan's Kingdom in Massachusetts. Oh, I'm moving there. Yeah, me too. And dead, right dead women walking in Oklahoma, Porcupine, South Dakota, and Good Grief, Idaho. Oh. Good Grief, <laughs> Idaho? That's what it said. Like, that's awesome. like you didn't want to move it up. Look it up. Wanted to move to nowhere, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, like you wanted to move there in the first place. I, I want to live in Butternuts. I don't know. So we okay, another show, Al. Uh, Al Ronaldo is here. Switch. So we're trying to make up a name for West Virginia. So we're just going to call it uh, Butternuts West Virginia, right? Well, I still think that um, <laughs> I still think the tight squeeze Virginia is pretty okay, good. Okay, all right, we'll stick with it. You, know, you mean, better not be saying Butternuts on this side of the Mason-Dixon line, I pal. see. You're going to start the war all over again now. <laughs> all right, tight squeeze. Switchy, everything good with you? Switchy. <laughs> Yes, uh, beyond wonderful. Okay. <laughs> Until we started reading, reading this list of names, everything's fine. Three huge sausages into the day, correct? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, macho sausages, not for any. Uh, Tight squeeze you know, with three sausages? <laughs> Come on. Not for the timid, you know. <laughs> it's a sausage party. We, no, we wouldn't expect anything other than that thing. from you. Because that's pretty yeah. big over in uh, the UK. Is, well, yeah. Uh, manly sausages. Oh, oh yeah. No. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> Sausage yeah. party. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 you don't want the kind of sausage that Jimmy Dean little be. things. Okay. Half of us are laughing. Half of us are <laughs> shock. Half are in shock. A security chief, Willie Club, is here. He's not laughing. Well, speaking of sausages, uh, no, I, this is a uh, a good show tonight. I'm uh, enjoying it, particularly paranormal. Yes. We don't do enough paranormal lately, it seems. But, no. Uh, you it's, know, I like getting into that stuff. I always liked. Going into places, you know, I was a kid. Mm -hmm. At night, you'd break into it. Not breaking. It's breaking. And of course it was but breaking. It would break in. Yes. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. So I always, you know, in talking about what's going on, 
some of the trips that Bill and his group take, mm -hmm. uh, you know, bring back memories. Have you ever yeah. seen join this? Have you ever seen anything or you know felt anything? I, like I see them all the time. I don't know what it is. I, Do you I, really know? No, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm just okay. kidding. Okay, all right. Well, you are from everywhere. No, I, I, I have a, my vision is such that I, I can't see paranormal, so I have to rely on other people How about to tell when you, me when they're around. When you're growing up, though, did you ever have any experience where you might have, you know, felt no. you came in contact with a ghost? Because I haven't. I haven't, you know. No, I haven't either. Mm. No. Mm. I wish I had. Yeah, in a way, but, I wish I had, I guess. A friendly one, I mean. You know. uh, also with us is a very good witch up there in Sideways. Yeah, Raven. This is what it's Raven. Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for mm. having me. Super bun tonight. Super bun. You've heard this of the is super bun. bun. This is like a the Arnold Schwarzenegger of buns. Oh, I wouldn't use him, actually. Uh, this is the Rambo of buns. Oh, the Rambo one. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't know. That's, that's slightly wrong. Uh, for some reason today, Schwarzenegger decided to let us all know what it was like when he told Maria Shriver that he knocked up the maid. Did you see that interview? I saw that. Oh, my goodness. I didn't I mean, see that. What, what's the point here? What, did she hit him? Did she? I see. I couldn't get too much into. Did she hit him, Bill? What was that? Did she hit him? I want to say so. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I saw that the article yesterday when I was at work and I was reading it at lunchtime. And I was like, "It's like really all this time yeah. you're now coming out with." He must it have now. a book. He said he has a book. <laughs> this is the last thing he has to talk about. That's uh, Bill Powers from Grim Reaper Paranormal. Is our. Uh, Guest tonight, Bill. How you doing up there in Saratoga? Very good. Thank County, you for having me, New York. You're a, a researcher and an investigator, and also yes, uh, very rare joining us uh, just for a little bit as Coco is with us tonight. Coco, how you doing? Hey guys, doing great. I'm talking to you from inside a vessel. Uh, what, what kind of a vessel, Coco? No, a blood um, vessel. A crucible. I had to get rid of the blood vessels. Oh. Um, I'm. I'm inside of a husk of a human. A husk? Of a human. Mm. Okay. Okay, we heard that right. Okay. Did they die of natural causes? Wasn't <laughs> um, this on Raven's Scary Movie Hour? Yes, right. We should probably wait. <laughs> wow, Coco. Huh, anyway. I'll give it that. I so, did have a question I, for Bill. Yes, Bill. yeah, please, um, please, please. Yes. Do you have like a favorite place that you that you aim to investigate? Something that like you see it and like your eyes just light up? Yes, you mean as as a bucket list item? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Uh probably conjuring house. Oh where's that? Tell us about that. Con Connecticut, right? Yes. Connecticut. Okay. It's uh very famous for the Perone family. Everybody knows about it. All the major uh, shows okay. have been there, and obviously they've all recorded various different forms of uh, paranormal phenomena. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those where it's been on my list for the longest time, but at the same time frame. And I, in fact, earlier on today, I put on social media. I think it was today. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I put a comment on social media about... Uh, all the various different locations out there and for some of the locations being cost prohibitive because some of the costs are like absolutely insane to go in you to, mean to go see the place you mean correct they, they charge in, you in particular for the conjuring house the conjuring house last i recall was over a thousand dollars now wait a minute okay let's we're go gonna, there well, for the night please time up did we introduce everyone 
Yes, we did, right? Yeah, I think so. Close <laughs> enough. So first of all, what goes on in this house? What's it called? The Conjuring House in Connecticut? The Conjuring House. Where is it? I know people from Connecticut. I wouldn't trust any of them. But let's right. continue. Okay? Let me, I can't remember what place it's in. I'll look it up. Okay, Keep what, talking. What happens? I, was, I was just going to do this the same thing. Well, but the, what I, well. I gotcha. Um, the, 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 the doors close and, and the dishes come off the rack and all that stuff? Oh, they've had, um, I mean, the, and this is just going from, from memory. Supposedly back in the, what, late 1700s, 1800s, there was somebody who lived nearby by the name of Bath, Bathsheba. Okay. <laughs> and she was taking care of an infant. The infant died. And, of course, back during the time, the whole witchcraft era, everything going on, she became ostracized. Okay. And they all said that she was the witch. And, of course, you have the whole folklore exactly. that was behind her. But you get into the Perone family yep. and everything, the Perone family became uh, everything that they experienced. Mm -hmm. Is this a New Haven? Was the this beds levitating <laughs> and the, uh, was it one of the sisters? Okay. Can I ask you a question, Bill? Was this in yep. New Haven? What was that? Was it in New Haven, Connecticut? No. Okay. So there's a haunted house in New Haven. It's in Rhode Island. I'm sorry, I was very wrong. Oh, it's in Rhode it's Island. Harrisville, oh, Rhode Island. I wouldn't trust those people. <laughs> so, so, but what happens there? I mean, what, what, what happens? I mean, do they? You know, I've seen, I've seen video of of places where, you know, really, like the cabinets open, the dishes go flying, doors close, and and stuff like that. And you look at it and say, there's no way someone is doing this with special effects. I mean, maybe some of them are, but some of them. You can just tell it's real, and you say, "Wow, how can you explain that?" You know, there was a, uh, and I can't think of the name of the group, but there's a group that's on Facebook where it's solely about paranormal uh, sightings, mm -hmm. and there was one uh, particular individual, and her and her mom went to, um, God, I, it's a place that's in Massachusetts, and I'm blanking out right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Lizzie Borden House. So yeah, thank you. What is it? And she Lizzie, went there with Lizzie her Borden. mother. Oh, Lizzie Borden. They went there for a period of time. They did a tour of it. They drove down to the Conjuring House for a tour the next day. Mm -hmm. So before they could go inside for the tour, they had to stay outside. So this one particular individual was taking just pictures of the grounds. And they show the side of the house. And it's, I mean, it's just, you just see the two windows in the first floor. And there's a window up above. And the lower left-hand window, you can make out what looks like a little girl mm. as if she's standing in what would be the lower right-hand side of the window mm. as you're viewing it. And from looking at the picture, the first thing I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, is it a reflection? What's on the inside that could possibly causing the reflection? Is it shadows? Yep. What exactly is it? And that for that one particular photo, I was absolutely amazed by it. And I, I shared it with a couple of friends and I'm like, we definitely got to get here, even though it costs so much. Yeah. So, so are you saying they, the, the people who own it charge you as a researcher a grand to go in and, and, and walk through this place? Yeah. See, that's Every, bullshit, A lot, man. A lot why, of the why? locations will take and they charge various different amounts. Well, uh, it could be, for example, $200 a night, $300 a night, $1,000, $1,500, et well, cetera. That's why, they're um, in, that's why they're in the business now. And that's kind of, but $1,000, we should get it. We should build a haunted house club. Come on. I'll tell I you, was in a Holiday Inn that was like that. They, I, I, I was just reading about this conjuring house. It just sold last year for a million five. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yes, wow. we got to get into that business. I remember they listed it on Zillow. And Instagram went insane because yes. on Instagram, I follow like Zillow gone wild. 
and they were like or like haunted zillow there's like a bunch of like different of of it. Those, yeah no. and they they posted it and people were losing their minds yeah, and i'm I like bet. i wish i could buy this house because i would move in i don't Heck. even care all the yes. crazy stuff i want to move in you could do it at the station I knew that was how I should have marketed my <laughs> The house. station is haunted. Yeah, we have a Oh, station. my God. Okay, so we were talking about Rhode that's Island. True. I thought you meant the station nightclub. And I'm like, whoa, that's no, no. messed oh, up. That, yeah. <laughs> that was down in wow. the Masters. I hear it now, the station that Mac is at. Right. We could have someone walk through here. Uh, Bill, we have a, we're in a, a station. Bob the Ghost. Exit in New Hampshire. And the, the guy who was an engineer, engineer here for 30 years uh, passed away on the job. And when we came up here... Uh, now it's like four or five years ago, and they were still like uh, doing renovations. One night we were in Juan Juan was here, and uh, well, he saw a guy walk by, and we looked we looked all over the place in the building. We couldn't find anyone. All the doors were locked. When someone comes in the door, you can hear a bell ringing, and we didn't hear any of that. But I've been here by myself alone at night, and I'll hear the bell ringing and think, oh God, here we go, right? And no one will be there. But. <laughs> We could, yeah, we could definitely tour. We had a ghost hunter here. Valerie came here, and she went. She, she was fine up here, but downstairs where Bob had his workshop, she said, "Uh-uh, I don't like this." And she's not someone who gets, you know, upset a lot. So, uh, you, oh, sorry. Uh, I know Club has a question. You go ahead. Go ahead, Chloe. Uh, I'm sorry, not Club. I mean, uh, Switchy. Switchy. Whoa, what is wrong with me? <laughs> how, how oh my goodness. How could you mistake? How could you mistake me for Switchy? You know your blessings, I'm, Club. I'm just gonna oh, wow. leave. I apologize now, Bill. Bill, I have a question. Sometimes different types of paranormal activity seems to overlap. I wonder, in any of these haunted locations, are they known for anything else? Have you ever seen things like orbs that might sort of uh, lapse over into UFO phenomena? Or are there any cryptids in the area? Any any other types of paranormal phenomena that uh, those areas are known for? Um, Yes. In fact, I... Ironically, earlier when we were talking about for for UFOs during the break, uh, with where my house is located, I within the last three four years, I've had two different sightings, including one that was two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean two separate instances. One instance was uh, in the middle of the night, and the, the other instance was on a Sunday morning, getting ready to cut my grass. But it's the uh, for the UFO phenomena for area for our area. It, from with what I have seen has always been around one of the major hydroelectric plants. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, you yeah. know, people that saw the Mothman, many of them went home and had an outbreak of poltergeist phenomena afterwards. So that's kind of strange. I mean, if Mothman is strictly encrypted, which I don't think is, there's something else going on. Why would that link occur? Yeah. Right. right. Mothman is very interesting. And Mo- the, I mean, I got interested in Mothman when what was it the Richard Gere movie came out years and years yes. ago. Yep. And, I, I've heard about it. And of course, back then I was, I was a kid and I became intrigued by it and started watching some of the YouTube videos of people that went to the various different locations. And the, the whole scene with the, for the bridge collapsing is intriguing by itself. Yeah. What yes. exactly was in fact there that was in the vicinity of the bridge? Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, uh, if you ever get to Point Pleasant, you may want to journey nine miles north to the infamous TNT area, which yes. used to be a place where, of course, they made munitions during World War II. Mm-hmm. People get all kinds of EVPs, see shadow people up there and mm-hmm. so forth. I, I don't see much of anything, but other, others do. And mm-hmm. it would be a pretty interesting area for you to investigate. Oh, I would love to go, go down there. I mean, we've 
we've, uh, my wife and I, one particular night a couple of years ago, we were up Lake George. Oh, and it, please. I mean, I used to live there. George is spooky. I mean, yeah. It, Lake George is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely yes. phenomenal. There's so many different things around there paranormally that uh, you can experience. But in this one particular place, we were just having a drink at a bar and my wife, she usually people watches. And whereas I kind of was watching like the boats, I'm like looking up in the sky. And I started noticing there were, at the time, I thought it was just jet planes that was going in a, we'll say a Northeast to Southeast type fashion. Mm -hmm. It was a summer night, we'll say 65, 70 degrees, somewhere in there, partly cloudy skies. I can remember the moon being, for example, I was, I don't want to say pointed East, but at least East Northeast. And I can remember looking up and seeing the moon and seeing this object. And it was just one object goes by. didn't think anything of it. And a little bit of, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds, look back up, saw the same thing again. Mm -hmm. I saw six of them in a row and wow. I started putting putting it together and I actually had to kick my wife to be like, hey, look up in the sky. And she finally saw it too. And my wife, has she's she has not had experiences per se. She's a skeptic, but she's a believer in the fact that she's dying to have the experience. Yeah, like me. What did you see exactly? Right. What did you see? For, for Lake George, it was just... It, it was just, I, I guess you could say, a white star mm -hmm. or what looked like a white star. Yep. And you just see it going across the sky. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was the same speed every time. And, for example, there was two there was two particular clouds. And you could see it go from, for example, would be from left to right from my vantage point. Mm -hmm. And period of time would go by, it would do it again. And, uh, God, I've seen that. I've seen uh, a red ball that was hovering on the horizon over the Hudson river mm -hmm. at three fifty-two in the morning mm -hmm. and seeing it, uh, going from pulsing to splitting into from one object to two objects. Mm -hmm. And here's, it got crazy from the aspect of it actually started to spin clockwise four or five times. It stopped back to being horizontal spun counterclockwise. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the right orb went straight to the East, the left orb, went to the Northeast and I kind of just watched in disbelief mm. and one of them disappeared. And the other one that went to the Northeast and went up behind some trees. And the next thing I know was I, you just saw an object shoot straight up. Mm. Wow. Well, it's a, it's kind of a creepy, uh, you know, a place up there because it has a long history too. You know, I mean, as yes. I said before, what, Lake could, George, yeah, Lake George, Lake George is a huge, beautiful lake. It could be one of the great lakes almost, but uh -oh. it, 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 it's, it's, it's very long and, up there. and, and um, uh, you know, kind of linear. And there were places, as Bill said, there were places that way, way up there. I stayed at Bolton Landing once for six months, and that was kind of way up there. And there were more places, places like 20, 30, 40 miles from me, up in these little notches and mm -hmm. stuff. Beautiful place. Beautiful, beautiful place. Especially in the summer. But boy, in the winter, it's isolated, Ooh. baby. And it's it is cold. cold. It's cold. There's one particular location where we're – talking with the owners now and it's a i guess i could describe it as a vacation home but the paranormal phenomenon that they've experienced has been going on for decades mm. and a poltergeist activity doors open doors closed they'll hear footsteps they hear knocking um they've seen full-blown apparitions with uh what appears as if it's water dripping off of the person only there's no water on the floor you better hope when better hope it's they, water when it disappears and it dissipates okay. and i've had three different people so oh, far 
have verified this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I'm, not, I'm just waiting for the timing to be able to get up there because as of right now, my like we're booked for the next two and a half months. Oh wow, cool. Hey, uh, wow. Coco, Coco, <laughs> <laughs> don't you think Bill looks like Alan Alda? I've been sitting here for twenty minutes, and like, oh my god, there he does. Go. There we go. I love Alan Alda. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Coco, do you agree? Hopefully, turn your microphone on, Coco. You're supposed to be up flying a jet. Yes, I agree. In fact, I would like to wear um, you as a hat. Oh, oh my God. I thought he was going to make was like, I'm out. A mash joke. Okay. I'll tell you what. On that note, why don't we take a commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Mummy's Military Show Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. We've all heard of Area 51, the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54? 54. How about Tonopar Test Range or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle? Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top secret places around the globe. The haunted forests of New Jersey. A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon. Hawk Hunter, the wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Mac's best-selling wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. Sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS USA, Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nuke's secret locations before time runs out. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons by Mac Maloney. On sale now on Amazon. Back everyone to Mac Maloney's Miltrax. I'll show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Oh, this is Mac Maloney. What a show this has been. Wow, wait. Very quickly, the very famous Juan Juan is here. Hey, I'm, I'm here riding at <laughs> yeah. Riviera Beach. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> severe being yeah. satisfying. Uh, also here is our uh, national correspondent. National what? Correspondent? Switchblade Steve Vaughn. Switchy. Uh, will I ever get a promotion to international correspondent? Talk to Coco about it. He just happens okay. to be here. All right. All right. Coco, uh, how you doing to be here? Coco, how you doing tonight? Coco. Turn your microphone on. I'm doing great. Um, I can't really talk right now because I'm in the middle of an experiment. <laughs> okay. Do you want to? Does it involve a frog and electricity or something? Yeah, I'm trying to turn the frog into my bride. Oh, bride of the frog. Oh. <laughs> yes, Frogenstein. 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 Frogzilla. That's so cute. Coco. <laughs> I love frogs. Coco with the funny. Thank I you, Coco. I introduce that wife to you when I make her. Yay, Yay! I can finally have a friend. If you kiss him, he becomes a prince. <laughs> oh, you take a hallucinant trip, right? Sometimes you lick those frogs. You know? uh, That's what they tell me. I'm not licking anything at this point. Uh, neither am I, there, my brother. Okay, so anyway, we introduced who? Uh, Juan, 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 and Steve. Steve, and then we Coco, and also Club <laughs> Security <laughs> Chief is here. Club, just dying yeah, here. I need that Twinkie. Uh, uh, by the way, Mac, I've been doing some research during the break. Yes. Yeah, Switchy had asked about bidets. <laughs> yes, I, I, I did. I found one I think that would suit him. It's a smart, advanced luxury bidet, elongated, <laughs> one-piece adjustable functions, bidet seats in soft closing seat functions in air dryer, mm. hip cleaning, nozzle mm. cleaning. And then, that would help um, Raven because wow. she was complaining. I'm going to stick with the catalog. Amazon. It sounds like uh, drinks uh, and dinner for us there. We. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, you know, Switch was furiously writing that down. Uh, you guys are fresh tonight. Also, <laughs> uh, Al Ronaldo is here in the studio with us. Hi, Mac. How are you? Um, I knew you were going to say that. Um, real quick, I have. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, Steve. Oh, I should. Uh, is he uh, has oh. he ever gone to Short Pump, Virginia? I think he was just there, right? <laughs> Steve, were you there? Honest no, to I'm God, short. I come pump. up short. Okay. No way. There's Dinwiddle, okay. Bumpus, Bumpus, Bumpus. a woman, what? Fries. I don't know. These are all. I just looked them fries. up. Fries. 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 Like town. French fries. French fries. Right. But uh, the bill, the bill that Al was mentioning is Bill Powers of Grim Reaper Paranormal. <laughs> A.K.A. Alan Alda. Now, people have told you before, you look like Alan Alda, right? Obviously. No. No? No, no way. Really? No, not at all. Uh, well, well, you're really dog? funny. Yeah, you do look like him. You really do oh, look boy. like him. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, so... Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. We say that to all our guests <laughs> Thank at this point. Um, do you charge for your services? No. Okay, that you just do it for free all the time in the history and the research and stuff? You do it mm-hmm. really That's out of the goodness of your heart? Really? That's yeah. awesome. Hmm. Ne- never charged a dime whatsoever, and I'll get asked all the time, what do you want? Well, geez, maybe you can take in, uh, pizza, coffee, help mm. pay for gas, and I'll, we'll get offered that all the time. Yeah, right. It's always free. Do, do they, wow. Do they, really? Do they, wow. Do That's they, great. Do they feel better? I mean, you know, I, I'm assuming you go into a house, and you, you it's a different report every time, but there's either – Something is happening there. Something is not happening there. Are they relieved when they finally find out the truth, if you know what I mean? Yes. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes they're hoping the answer is yes, and then it's like, nope, there's nothing here. Mm. It could be something that's not even paranormal 
uh, oriented. It yeah. could be something that is with the house per se, mm -hmm. whether it's with the electrical, plumbing, heating, animals mm -hmm. inside the walls. And they, mm. you can see like a, a disappointed look on their face. like Because they wanted it to be. Yes. They want, yeah, that's interesting that they wanted it to be in a haunted house. See, I would be completely opposite. I would love it if they said, nope, nothing's here. Because then I'd believe them, you know. But times but have changed, then I guess. And there's just the opposite where uh, we've gone into locations. And a couple weeks ago, we actually did a double walkthrough. And it's a town that's very close by to me. And it's two structures that are within 100 feet of each other. And one's a commercial building. The other one is residential. But both of them are so highly uh, charged in their atmosphere for the paranormal that we walked out of both places and we were absolutely floored by what we what we experienced and what we captured. And yeah. in one of the particular locations, and I've, I know I put video on social media of it, we were in a basement. The house is where the structure itself goes back to the, I'll say, mid 1800s, somewhere around there. Basement's very damp. Like a lot of the old homes here in the Northeast, it's like, you know how it is. The mm -hmm. water on the floor, you can see the, mm -hmm. the channel going to the sump pump, et cetera. And, but this particular location, it used to be a long time store for a period of time. And they actually had a rack and they had this, uh, I guess I could describe it as like an index card. And they had written on their uh, shingles mm -hmm. and what the price of them were like, for example, like 40, 50 years ago. And it had, uh, and I won't say it, but it had uh, one particular name, and they were calling the guy uh, a kiss-ass. Mm. And mm. Uh, I didn't realize it at the time, because, of course, everything is real-time, but I was recording with my cell phone. And so I was looking at it, and I'm going through, and I'm like, so I said, said it. So I start coughing. Well, I didn't realize at the time, but I turned around, and as I was turning around, you can see what looks like an orb coming up from like my left hip over towards my right shoulder mm. and uh i start coughing again and i i didn't think anything of it. i'm like all right spider it's a bug and something like that yes. so i i take a couple steps and i'm looking down towards the the front of the basement and you can see this orb literally go from as if it was like coming out of ductwork or above the ductwork or wherever it was coming from and it actually made a beeline towards me and it does like this cool uh like wave it goes up it goes down and then it pauses again and it goes up and i mean it's constantly fluid and in motion and it went by me and when i was listening to it in real time with headphones on you could actually hear the air being displaced as it went by my phone mm -hmm. and i was like oh cool like all right it's not a bug like it, there was no buzzing noise and i mean this is a basement it's always closed up i'm like I, we didn't think it was an uh, or an insect. There was two others that were with me down there. They saw absolutely no insects the entire time that I was there. But in the, while all this was going on, I picked up an EVP on the mm -hmm. video and okay. it came back through and it said, damn y'all fools. <laughs> and it took us a bunch. I was, I was at my real job and yes. I'm listening to this and I had earbuds in and I'm, I'm texting the other members of my group. And I'm like, Hey, you really have to listen to this. I think that it was, uh, a male that it was from the south you could tell obviously it was from a long time ago and, but i'm like listen to what they're saying but it said damn y'all fools i'm like all right this person whose name was written down we're like all right the name that was written is it this particular person or is it just somebody that was 
perhaps lived nearby because <laughs> this particular area was all part of the Underground Railroad. Was it somebody that just happened to be in there? So they thought that I was slighting this person. And right. like, so we started talking about it. Well, maybe it was dust. It could be spider webs that I inhaled. Maybe mm. it was the spirit that, or whatever it was, the orb that was causing me to choke. Wow. Okay. It was, That's interesting. We, we, we can't wait to get into these two locations. And you, yeah. you mentioned. Wow. It's, uh, you it's can, funny that you so. mentioned like if it was like a bug or something, right? Because we have security cameras in our house. We're not, we're not in a great part, you know, whatever, but we have one like up in our hallway and like sometimes like at night, I'll just like watch the hallway camera because we have orb activity all the time. Mm. And it's a, it's a very, very distinct. You sent me the uh, video once. You sent me I one of those I did send videos. you one. Yeah. And it's yeah. Oh, weird. I get them all the time. But definitely can, not insects. You can clearly tell the difference between a bug and an orb because mm-hmm. a bug is way more natural. It's way more, it's just like whoop and it goes like right across the screen. You mm. don't see it. Orbs, I mean, like they come out and like all of a sudden, like they'll come out from like three feet away. And then like as they're approaching, they get bigger. And then it's it's crazy. Like so you you can definitely tell like a very, very obvious difference, in my opinion. So it's really cool. that It's like uh, they can't tell what to do next. You know what I mean? It's like they're they're. They, 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 they just they just kind of float around aimlessly. They do a dance. Yes. Some of them that are out there are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And, And like they're beautiful. Like. I'll be like literally laying in my bedroom and 10 feet away from me is my hallway camera. Mm-hmm. And I'll just watch it at night and I'll just watch like all the orbs, like do what they're doing. And really? it, it's, it's really pretty. And like at the same time, it's a little creepy, but what's Mr. Raven I, doing at this point? Is he asleep? He's asleep. He doesn't care. <laughs> the, the dogs aren't kicking the dogs him off the bed. So he doesn't care. They're kicking me off the bed while I'm, while I'm looking at my orbs. <laughs> okay. Sounds fine to me. Yeah, more oh. uh, Switchy, yeah. it's time. Switchy, it's time to put up the okay. uh, the well, uh, image of the uh, train crashing into the station. Bill, I want to uh, really thank you for joining us tonight. It's been um, it's been a pleasure. Interesting guy. And the fact me. that you live up in Saratoga, I feel like a kindred spirit. I got to tell you, Saratoga Lake, I, I, when I was up there, it was not very clean. You know, it had been uh, taken over by some kind of fungi or something. But Lake George uh, is, is you know, how many, how many times can I say it? It's a beautiful place, beautiful place to be, especially in the summer. And uh, I'm not just talking the village of, Saint, of uh, Lake George, but up and around, you know, the whole uh, kind of, it's really nice up there. Well, even for Saratoga Lake, Saratoga Lake is so clean now. You go Good. around the lake, and I mean, you look at some of the houses that are there now, and they're... Three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars plus, and oh. it's become a prime area for people to buy property because they cleaned the and lake it's, up. It's incredible all the development that's gone mm-hmm. on around the lake itself, and of course you have Lake George, and the development never stops. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah. Also, uh, up Lake Saratoga, uh, Saratoga Lake was where uh, U.S. Ulysses S. Grant wrote his memoirs, and it's also yeah. where the potato chip was invented. Okay, so mm-hmm. I did my research too. Really? Bill, thank you very much. So how do people uh, get a hold of you? Where can they see what you're up to? Uh, we're all over uh, social media. Uh, our website is GrimReaperParanormal.com. I have links on our website for uh, Instagram, for Facebook, for TikTok, for YouTube. I'm, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Have you, have you ever seen a ghost? Yes. Okay, and, and, and can you tell us, and, 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 and forgive me if you had already spoken about this, but what, what did it look like and how did it happen? If you can tell us in 45 seconds. 
Uh, first time I saw it was in my living room where I just saw from the head down to about the shoulders. No words were exchanged. Nothing else. It was a quick 10, 15 second glimpse. And then mm -hmm. I was half awake. I walked down my hallway. It was not until I hopped into bed and I realized what it was. And then I woke right up. Uh, second experience was actually at Saratoga Battlefield. Okay. And I had a experience midday, probably mid sixties outside. And I was in the woods and I, uh, felt a breeze go past me and was not until I got home, I actually watched the video and of an apparition coming out of the woods and it came right towards me mm. and you could hear it on the camera. You could hear the whooshing noise and the air displacement as it went over my shoulder. And I can remember being cold at that particular instant. Mm -hmm. And it's like mid sixties, you're not going to be cold right. being in a, uh, on a trail. Yeah. 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 And, but, probably about three or four times altogether that I've seen various different operations. Yeah. I'll tell you, you should uh, come back sometime. We'll just talk about the battlefield update because battle of Saratoga was the turning point of the uh, American revolution. Mm -hmm. And I um, could gush and talk about the battlefield for so yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's even now it's like uh, you look at it and you go, wow. Yeah. I could see them having a battle here, but it, it was just it, a very it's really cool thing. there. I've heard uh phantom nays. I've heard gunshots from musket fire, uh, got voices mm. there's so much that evidence wise that i would love to share but i know i can't Why i can not? share it privately okay gotcha. for you to right. listen to for no you to watch no one's listening it. tell it's, us uh, it's amazing okay what was that well come back on sometime and tell us no one else is listening okay you can share with us <laughs> 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 thank you Bill. Let's give just, alan this alda. is just for us alan alda listen thank you for those many years at mash that you uh, entertained us we really appreciate it <laughs> Uh, so thank listen, you. it's time for the train to crash into the station. So uh, thank you, Bill. We really appreciate it. I also want to thank uh, Security Chief Willie Club. There he is. I'm, I'm sure you're just yeah, taking I'm a, still here, Mac. a cat uh, nap, right? Now, have good you, night. I really enjoyed it. Are you, uh, are you, um, have you ever eaten a Twinkie during the show or do you wait till the show's over? Oh, no. I My mouth has to be clear for this show. Whoa. Okay. Ooh, Ooh. Wow. Okay, on that. <laughs> Thank you, Claude. I've had a few sausages during the show. Oh, See, no. now, now I have to Wish cut it. Wish I had day afterwards. You clean your mouth out with soap. Wow. Oh, wow. Anyway, Alvin Nando, thank you for joining us. Oh, glad to be here, Mac. Gee, I, Coco, thank you for joining us. Coco, I know you're up. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Anytime. I'm an undeclosed location. I'm all yours. Okay. All right. Well, remember awesome. that. We have it on tape. Thank you, Coco. Uh, Raven, thank you for um, inviting us to this party. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Super bun night. Super bun. Super it's bun. Super bun. It's a super yes. bun. Okay. It's a, yeah, we can almost do a Switchy, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it, Switch. It was my pleasure. Okay. What's, what's on the menu for tomorrow's breakfast, you know? Oh you know, God! Do you know I, where you're going? Think that far ahead. I probably have to make something here. I've been eating out too much. Oh really? Yeah. You still yeah. get frosted. You get a lot of frosted flakes still, even though you move. Uh, occasionally, not not too much. You don't yeah. want to, you know. Fro frozen waffles was one of your favorites, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got. I think I've got some of those in the uh, freezer. Yeah. Eggos. Eggos. Uh, likely, very likely. Yeah. Okay. And what do you put on that? Do you put the, the real maple syrup or fake stuff? Uh, Nobody uses. Fake you know, stuff. brand name stuff. Well, okay, that's fake. Yeah. All right, now I'm hungry all over again. So, uh, Juan, Juan, thanks for uh, joining us, Juan. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Hey, good deal. I never told my uh, tonight. I never uh, told my Archie, I didn't. I never told my Archie Bell and the Drell story. 
I like that Archie Bell and Montreal story. Should I save it for the music show or? Yeah. Wrap it up? Definitely. Okay. All right. So why don't we get to the plugs? And the plugs are Homes for Our Troops. Homes for Our Troops is an organization that um, raises money for veterans of post 9 11 action. And that would be uh, the Iraqi war and the Afghan Afghanistan war. And these are people who came home, most likely missing limbs and so on. And what Homes for Our Troops uh, does is that they raise money and then they build a house that is adapted to this veteran's. Uh, need. So, uh, for instance, not a lot of stairs, wide doorways, low counters, stuff like that, just to make their lives a little bit more easy. And then what happens is when the house is completed, they rip up the mortgage and they give them the keys. They never, it's their house to keep. They don't have that mortgage hanging over there uh, on their mind every month and they can go out and, I don't know, I hate to say it, but you know, live a quote unquote normal life. Uh, Homes for our troops, man, they're just great people. Lois and I went to a, an event about a month ago, and uh, it really touched us. It was very patriotic, but, you know, this woman had um, this uh, warrant officer uh, had done two tours in Afghanistan, and she had to have her uh, legs amputated, and they built this beautiful house for her in a very uh, kind of exclusive part of Massachusetts, Joe Massapoyet. And um, it was just really nice to see. So Homes for our troops, 90 <laughs> cents in your uh, 90 cents in your um, dollar goes to right to our veterans. So uh, Google them and see what they're about, Homes for our troops. And I think that's it. Oh, we have to say the phrase that pays. Raven, the phrase mm. that pays. So uh, tell us what the phrase that pays is. Just go to MacMaloney.com, hit the contact button. Tell us what the phrase that pays is, and you can win, maybe, a uh, autographed copy of uh, War of Dragons by Mac Maloney on sale everywhere. Raven, do you remember the phrase that pays? I do. It is Friday, I'm in love. Friday, I'm in love. Uh, so uh, this is Mac from the entire gang. I just want to thank everyone for joining us. Until you hear us next time, be safe, be happy, and bye-bye. <laughs>